Hey guys, Bobby Walker here with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast. And holy hell, I'm excited. I love recording these things. I love talking with my guests. And uh, I just love the fact that you like me enough to listen to this show. So thank you for joining me yet again. I uh, just want to thank you guys that have been going on iTunes and leaving us uh, reviews for, for the show. Oh my God, it's awesome. It just, it feels, every time I see one of those, a new one, it just feels like someone gave me like an internet hug. It, it just, it warms my heart and makes me feel good. So thank you for that. And uh, for the one guy that left me a four-star review, I don't know who you are, but I'm going to find you and I'm going to hunt you down. So, uh, but anyway, anyway, thank you guys for leaving the reviews. It's been fun. Don't forget, check us out on the Journey of a New Entrepreneur YouTube channel. That's where you can go and you can see about my son and myself and we built, started the business and went through all the, the ups and the downs and we still are going through the ups and the downs and just trying to find our way. You're obviously listening to the podcast right now, so I'm not going to plug that. And then you can also just check us out on Facebook, Journey of a New Entrepreneur. If you want to connect with me, if you want to talk with me, that's a good place to start. You can send me a message. You can post on there, yada, yada, yada. It's pretty cool. So no further ado. I'm ready to introduce you to my newest guest, guest. And uh, here's another cool thing. I've said this a, f a few times with my guests on the podcast, and I, I really try to make this happen because it's so fun when we do. I don't know this guy very well. As a matter of fact, we've talked like, you know, we've kind of like sent some like walkie-talkie messages back and forth, probably a total of 10. We do not know each other very well at all, but... I've seen this guy on YouTube. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got a lot of subscribers. He just seems to be like my kind of dude. John Lang, how the hell are you doing, bro? What's up? Thanks for having me, Mr. Bobby Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to have you. You know, I tell you what, John, um, it's cool that I've watched a couple of your videos on YouTube, which just, by the way, what's your YouTube channel called? It's just, it's just John Lang. John Lang. All right. John Lang with the guy with the old Kurt Cobain-ish haircut. Not completely, but, you know, kind of I'm digging that. I'm a little jealous, uh, if you can tell. But, um, <laughs> but, but I've seen a couple of your videos, and um, I, ironically, the funny thing is I had a friend of mine send me a message. Do you know the Jay and Jessica Murphy by chance? can't smell off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, I'm, you're lucky. Um, <laughs> now, they're, they're good friends of mine. And Jessica sent me a screenshot. And she's like, look at this. And, and you had made a video saying, who's Bobby Walker? And I'm like, well, what the hell do you mean, who's Bobby Walker? You know, so, but I watched it. And you were just talking about, you were talking bad about me, you know, kind of turf war thing. And, and I thought, man, I need to reach out to this guy. But actually, I really enjoyed the video. And you were just talking about your goals and everything. And as you were talking, I'm like, wow, I can really relate to this dude. I, I think we're very similar in how we're driven. Um, I don't know that we have the same personalities per se, but I think from a drive and a goal standpoint, I, I think I think we kind of line up there. And we're about to we're about to figure that out. So so John, I ask everyone this. So I'm gonna ask you as well. You got 90 seconds. Tell us who the hell you are and and then we'll we'll dig into stuff as the show goes on. Okay. I'll try to use it up, um, use up the 90 seconds, I mean, um, starting at the beginning. So was born in Illinois, family moved to South Carolina. Um, when I was about eight years old, my father had passed away, um, sudden heart attack, just really out of the blue. So we moved back to Illinois to be near some family um, with like a lack of, a lack of, uh, Guidance, I'd say, is the best word. I fell into a, a, a rough crowd, I guess. Got, went through the phase of just lack of ambition, lack of motivation, getting in trouble, um, all, that, all that stuff. Um, fast forward a little bit, I ended up getting my girlfriend pregnant. So we have a kid on the way. Something went off in my head. And How I, old were you at this time? I was... Like 24. 24 okay. I found out. Yeah. Um, so something went off, and I, I was I was like, well, now's the time to start start getting it together. Um, I got a job by the just just by pure luck um, with a tree service 
They, they gave me a chance. I didn't even have a driver's license at the time. It was 45 minutes away. And this was the only job someone was willing to give me an opportunity. I mean, I literally had no working history on my background. Um, hmm. I'm 24 years old. So um, they gave me a chance with no license, nothing. I took a, I took a Uber all the way to work and back for the first week or two. And then I finally found somebody just by networking I could carpool with. Um, and long story short, I just worked my way up, worked my way up, and I ended up getting a vehicle, getting my license back. Uh, I bought a truck at an auction. I was selling firewood at this place. And it, it's just, I'm trying to portray this image where something just went off and I was just, I can do anything. I just kind of had this, this, this thing click. So um, anyway, we got laid off in the winter and that's where I stumbled across Keith Kalpas videos. Um, <laughs> this sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of people's story, yeah. Um, and uh, so I got the, uh, came across Keith Kalpas videos, did the whole storefront window cleaning. That's, that's kind of how you, you came across it too, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, yeah, and uh, storefront window cleaning in the middle of winter, built up this route. And I ended up telling my boss at the tree place, I was like, listen, I got this route I have to take care of. It's working out. I'm just going to kind of run with it. And he said, you know, that's, you know, we're still friends to this day. He, he wishes all the best for me. So I left on good terms and uh, here I am today, you know? So how old are you today? 27. I just had a birthday. Okay. Good. Well, happy birthday. So Thanks. this is all really recent then. So yeah three or less years ago you started with window cleaning business which i know from from peeking in on your youtube channel you you actually do i think you do more pressure washing now than you do windows it appears anyway yeah yeah i'd say so yeah yeah so okay wow there's a lot a lot there and uh you just got one kid now or you got i, 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 thought, I actually have two now yeah. two yeah all right cool and uh good for you i i've got three Mine are a little older. Uh, my youngest is 16 and my oldest is, he'll be 20 this, this summer, but I, uh, I miss them when they were little because gosh, they were just so much easier to love back then. And, <laughs> and yeah. kid, when I'm dead and you go back and you listen to all of my podcasts and you hear me say that, just know dad loves you. Just not very much. All right. So anyway, we carry on, carry on. I love my kids. I love my kids. Um, <laughs> Um, so gosh, where do we go from there? So it sounds like, and I don't know how much you want to talk about this. So I, I told you at the beginning, I'll ask you, you know, personal questions. And if you don't want to talk about them, we don't got to talk about them, but, uh, you know, you, <clears throat> you didn't have much of a work history when you were 24, uh, sound didn't have a license. Did you have kind of a rough go? I mean, you said you got mixed up with the wrong crowd. Did that affect you pretty, pretty negatively at the beginning of your adult life? Yeah, it did. Um, yeah, like I, I just had no father figure, and uh, my mom was a great mom. She just, uh, you know, I just, it, I just went down the wrong path, and um, I dropped out of high school. I didn't even finish freshman year of high school. Dropped out of high school, just was in hanging out with the older kids, got into the drugs, selling drugs, stuff like that, you know, and um, yeah. it was rough, you know, and uh, I, I just I just wasn't taking life seriously. I just had no motivation. I had no interest in a, in a nine to five. And, um, you know, so yeah, like I said, just something clicked. I really, I really think once I realized I'm bringing a, a whole nother human into this world and it's yeah. not just about me, something's got to change, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. You and I, we talked for about two minutes before we started recording and, and uh, you know, we were talking about how we do seem like similar dudes. Uh, my dad passed away. I forget. I don't remember my exact age, but I was seven or eight when that happened as well. And um, I don't know. I don't know what that means other than it's just a coincidence. But uh, I know what it's like growing up without that. I say that. I kind of know what it's like growing up without the father figure. I had, uh, I had a really good man in my life, my grandfather, but I didn't live with him. You know, so like, I, as a matter of fact, this uh, picture you see in the back, a lot of you guys that w have watched the YouTube channel or my podcast and see that, you see that. And I don't know if you can tell, but this, this tattoo right here on my shoulder oh, yeah. is this image. 
And the image is, uh, that's a piece of, you know, a drawing of the 70 foot statue in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is, you know, back where I'm from. And uh, it's a driller. So if you can't tell, it's, it's, a, it's a guy with the oil derrick and Oklahoma's oil filled company, just like Texas is oil filled country. And my grandfather was an oil man. And when I was a little kid, they told me that that statue was my grandfather. So when, uh, when he passed, you know, I got the tattoo as a memorial to him, but I did have him in, in my life. But even though you have, even though I had that, it's like, I remember growing up just kind of thinking, damn, you know, I, I was jealous of, of guys that had that, that had their dad, you know, I mean, like, I, I never got angry, jealous, you know, nothing like that, but I would see it and it would just suck, you know, thinking, man, I never had that, which if I'm a betting man, this next statement's true for you as well. But it's like, it, it's really motivated me as a father to, to be able to be what I didn't have for my kids. And um, so, yeah, so that's, yeah. so, so here you are today, you're, you're three, three years into your own business now. Yeah, this is our third season. Yep. So, okay. So first off, this is already impressive. So you, you know, school hard knocks, skid row, if you will. Um, I don't know if skid row is an accurate uh, statement. I'm talking about from a mentality standpoint, at least it kind of sounds like that. You get a job because you know, you need to take care of the kiddo. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, screw that. I want to do my own thing. Uh, that's impressive. Before I ask you too much though, I think it's so cool. Cause I heard you say this on one of your videos that, uh, you saw a Keith Kalfas video <laughs> and it got you into this. The one I saw was he's, he, I don't remember if it's Home Depot or Lowe's, but he walks into Home Depot or Lowe's and he's like, all right, if you want to start a window cleaning company with no money, buy this, 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 it'll cost you like 60 bucks. And then he walks out to the front and he says, see these windows, you could charge $2 for each one of these windows or something. Go get busy. Yeah. Was that the one you saw by chance that That's, did it? That was the one that really that that was the one that got me into Lowe's buying stuff yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome <laughs> see I so I saw that video coincidentally about two or four I forget exactly two to three or four hours before I found out I was going to lose my corporate job I was just like surfing YouTube just stumbled across it and thought well that's interesting I mean I'm far too good of a person to be a window cleaner, you know, but that's, that sounds interesting. And uh, then I found out I was losing my job. And the next day I was in Lowe's buying two of everything because my son wanted to do it with me. So, wow. Yeah. That, that's super cool. So you, you, so from nothing, from no job to three years later, you're running your business. Is it just super glamorous and you're rich and you're about to move into your mansion next month and all that stuff? Or uh, is that pretty much how the story's gone? No problems, no stress, just straight to success. That's that's how I thought it was gonna go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about it. Like, how did you? Uh, so you started doing the window cleaning thing. Uh, if I'm a betting man, once you got into pressure washing, you're like, holy cow, there's a lot of money over here. So you probably transitioned pretty quick, uh, primarily to that. That's what most people do. But yeah. tell me, uh, not so much like the nuts and the bolts of like how you clean stuff or how you pressure wash right. stuff, but um, how did you just get your start? Like what, what were you doing to get new customers and how did you buy your first equipment if, if, you, if you didn't have money to begin with and all that good stuff? Okay. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, I think the window cleaning part plays a huge role in it. So the way I, the way I started, like I said, is, is the route work, window cleaning, created a large route. And when you're out there cleaning windows all the time, that does a lot of advertising for itself. You're, you're running into people at restaurants. There's, they're watching you clean the restaurant windows. They ask for business cards, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. Um, and doing this all winter, you know, people do hold on to these cards and they save your name, save your number. Um, I, I made sure I was asking all of these business owners to please leave me reviews on Google. You know, I probably wasn't as smooth as I could have been, but I got, I got probably 10 or 12 reviews put together, which really helped me once summer broke or spring broke. Um, these business owners were asking me to come clean their residence. You know, people who saw us around, our Google, our Google reviews were doing better. Um, and it just picked up. You know, our first year we didn't do too well, but we did, you know, it was our first year. We did pretty good. Yeah. I want to say, I, I want to say it was just under 20 grand for our first year. 
not really even trying, just kind of going with the windows floor. only. Yeah, just really just windows. Yeah, nice. So you kept most of that money too, because there's not a lot of over when you're doing the work. There's not a lot of overhead on the windows. Yeah, and I mean it was really just me and um, yeah, you know I I wasn't really. I had a lot more to learn about business, you know, like I said, I didn't come from much experience in this field. So, yeah. um, so yeah. And then it was either the end of the first year or the second, going into the second year, started looking more into the soft washing and the power washing and adding stuff like that. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it, the, the rest is, it just, it just kind of unfolded, you know, just, I really don't, I really got into the soft washing though. That's really, that's what we really like. I just like the whole staying, doing things outside. I feel like we can be quicker, but at the same time, you know, I still enjoy the window cleaning. Um, you know, we're, we're quick with that too. So, um, so you're still doing both windows and soft yeah. washing. See, yeah, that's what we do. As well, a lot of, do you do inside windows? Yeah. Yeah. See, we do too. A lot of guys kind of scoff at me when I say that, but I'm like, you know, I don't enjoy, personally, I don't enjoy doing interior window cleaning, but, um, but I don't have to, I just got to find someone that'll do it. Right. Uh, it gives you a lot of opportunity to get, I, I bet you money. You win a lot of jobs where someone says, well, you're more expensive than the other guy, but you'll do my windows also. And that happens with us quite a bit. So that's good sure. stuff. So yeah. what's your business look like today? And like, what do you want it to look like in two years? Like how many people do you got guys working with you? Are you still on your own or do you have helpers or yeah, so, crews? So right now it's, I've got, I've got two guys with me. One of them's, a, one of them's my brother, actually my younger brother. Mm -hmm. And, um, they both, my brother has really been blowing my mind this year. Um, he's helped me here and there, but this year he's really picked up on it and he's almost turning into my little clone in a, in a way, you know, in a way he's just really doing well. And, uh, and the other guy that we just hired is doing really well too. So I got this little crew and they're, I'm, I'm rarely like, I might check in on them here and there, but this past month I've just been letting them, letting them do it, you know, do the work. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's freed up a lot of time. I'm really trying to hire two more guys cause I actually have two vehicles. So, um, and they're both equipped to do power washing, window cleaning. Um, and, uh, I'm trying to get two more guys so we can run two crews. And that's, that's the goal. Cause I want to yeah. double the revenue. Um, now you know, is that the goal for this year or is that something you're looking at like next year, getting that second crew out or cause you're like halfway through your season at this point. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. That's I'm yeah. I'm still trying to get a couple guys. Uh, Good. Hired. Yeah, definitely. I'm not too worried about, you know, the season being almost over. I, we could, we could use the help. Um, you know, that's one thing I did want to say after, after transitioning, you know, like from windows to offering, um, power washing and windows, um, I've realized it would make a lot more sense just being a window cleaning company and just being a power washing company. From it a just, scaling standpoint with your employees, you mean? Yeah. Maybe not just, yeah. Or, or like maybe having a division or something. So yeah. basically like the vehicle, the two vehicles I've had, I've, I have, I've made, I've turned one of them more into a window cleaning vehicle and one more into a power washing vehicle. It's really hard to have all those services crammed on a vehicle at any given time. No, it, it really is. As a matter of fact, there was a couple of times where I thought about scrapping windows for the sake of being able to scale because it's not just everything fitting on the truck, even though that is an issue. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. It's not just that. But you also, you're training guys on multiple services and yeah. someone that's a good window cleaner, there's a certain mentality that goes with that. Uh, very detail oriented. Um, they're inside people's homes. So they got to be, you know, much better at speaking with customers and things like that, where you can hire some other dude that might be an awesome guy to run your pressure washing rig, but maybe he doesn't have the little finesse things that you need on the window side. And that's kind of like, I, I don't want to call it a struggle, but maybe it's a speed bump that we're hitting right now where because um, also you can do more revenue per hour pressure washing soft washing than you can window cleaning so right. for us i'm thinking okay yeah my truck's got to slow down a little bit if we'd have just a window cleaning only job but um i'm thinking like 
vehicle number four or vehicle number five will be my first dedicated window cleaning vehicle. Uh, Cause then at that point I'll, I should easily be able to keep that one vehicle like maxed out doing windows only insides and outsides. And then my soft wash guys can do the outside windows with the water fed pole and, and do their thing. But, but yeah, it's tough. I, I get exactly what you mean with that. Right. And yeah. Um, did, did you, have you kept the route work? I've always, I've always wanted no. to add. Yeah, I, I got rid of it too. I, I just, I, I'll add it one day, but I'll add it when I can do, like, I'm, I'll like do it right. You know, where I'll add it where like I'm going to hire like a sales guy that all he does is sell it and I'll get a tech that all he does is, is just do that and, and really try to hit it, you know, get that route density really, really big. So basically, I'm not going to start that until I can kind of throw away a little bit of money at the very beginning, you know, uh, paying for, for some guys that don't have a lot of work. But uh, I think there's, I don't think, I know there's a lot of money to be made in it. And I like that business model because of the reoccurring revenue because it's not, you know, a high or a low frequency for route work is monthly, you know, and you might even get it weekly. And if you can get a bunch of accounts like that, that's where your, your company's value really goes up. Like if you ever wanted to sell it and not to mention it, it's just awesome for cash flow to have that same thing coming in every week. Whether you, if you got $20,000 of route work and you sell $0 this month, you still have $20,000 of route work coming in, you know, this month. That's right. So, yeah. That's right. But yeah. I had to get rid of it now because you got to focus on it. You, I, I don't want to say you can't, but in my mind, if you're a smaller guy like you and me, I don't think you can be effective and efficient going after residential soft wash and window cleaning and route work on the uh storefront side of things. I think that'd be really yeah. yeah it's like a full-time gig trying to sell this stuff because you get a lot of no's yeah and but I mean you're right you know you're right like in the fact of a like reoccurring I mean it's something like I did the math one it's something like if you did 400 bucks a day in route work you'd be at a hundred a hundred thousand dollars a year mm-hmm it's, I think that's the math. It's either four or 500 bucks a day. That, that sounds about right. Yeah. 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 I, mean, that's, you know, I know that's close. I don't, I don't have a calculator in front of me, but yeah. So it's totally possible. Yeah. Those are good numbers. So, so what's, what's the, the end game here? So right now uh, you've got, you got your first crew out on their own. So that's got to feel awesome. Right. You said oh, that's awesome. great. Yeah. So you're probably doing mostly sales. Is that, is that a big part of your days right now? Yeah, and just trying to organize and tighten things up mm-hmm. better, you know, little little systems and um, what do you said, want to look like? So so I said next year, but let's let's extend that a little bit. Let, let me ask you this way, instead of putting a time frame on it, what's your your uh, what's your ideal business look like in you know when you when you get to your pinnacle? You know, and you, and you yeah. can't give the answer, well, I'll never get there. Okay, then let's throw five years at it then or something like that. But like when you have a little bit of time to really get there, you know, how much revenue are you wanting to do? Uh, what do you want that to look like from an infrastructure standpoint? Um, are, do you want to be very, very involved in it? Do you want to get uninvolved? Do you want to sell? Do you want to ATM this thing? You know, yeah. tell me, yeah. I want to know it all, man. Let me know. <laughs> so like um, two, two guys who are like huge what role models, I guess, like I look up to a lot would be, would be Joshua Latimer and Brandon Vaughn. I yep. think, I think they're business geniuses. Agreed. Um, and, and they, they've proven it. Like they both have built large businesses and they've sold it. Um, so I would love to see myself, you know, with a, all, you know, a Brandon Vaughn style business where we're doing $500,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Don't know if we'll get there, but, um, I'm, that's what I'm working, but basically to sum it up is I, I would like to build a, a business where I'm not involved. You know, there's systems in place. It runs without me and then eventually one day sell it and, uh, you know, not, not be committed to this with my whole life, I guess. Um, cause life's for living, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I, I actually know I'm the, the mother of my kids, her father owned a window window cleaning business he's what 80 something um ran you know did this his whole life and i think he i think he sold it for six hundred thousand bucks or something and nice yeah i mean that's it's nice but 
I don't know. I think I'd like to cash out a little sooner than that and see and see what other options yeah. I have. You know. No, I feel you on that. You know, and the way I look at it, it's like I don't necessarily want to sell or want to keep. Yeah. Um. Because in my mind, if if I can successfully scale this thing and put good leadership in place where I, I manage my leadership team and I don't have to, to be at the location every week, you know, so it's like I have leaders that are doing it. I can lead them. Now, obviously what I take home is smaller because I'm only able to take distributions of profit. But if I can do that, which I'm working towards doing, um, I'm, I think I'm okay with not having this, ginormous salary from it if it's enough money that can allow me like if it can take care of my needs give me a little extra on top of that and allow me to to work on some other projects i think that would be a really really cool place to be um but if it makes more financial sense for my goals to sell it one day you know i, I i'm not that sentimental about it you know i mean like i'm proud of what we're doing and and i'm going to always have good memories of this thing but at the end of the day uh i've never said that a dream of mine is to own a pressure washing company. Right. Um, my, now if owning that pressure washing company forever helps me hit my dreams, then I'm cool with that. And if selling that company helps me get there, I'm cool with that too. So exactly. That's well said. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just, uh, I'm just grateful for everything. Cause you know, it's just, it's just opened up uh, a lot of possibilities. You know, I'm just, just, re it's just nice realizing what, what you're able to, what you're really able to do if you just put your mind to it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I'd be, I'm, I'm curious, you know, I wonder if I could really create a business where I'm not needed at all, where it just runs with me in the background, you know? Mm -hmm. And maybe, then what's, you know, maybe there is no reason to sell it. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. And I think we, I think the answer to that question is yes. Yes, you can. Yes, I can. And the reason the answer is yes. Now, I know some people are listening to this right now. And I actually really pity these people I'm about to describe. Because there's some people that are going to be like, can't effing do that. It's impossible. You know, so-and-so is lying about this or lying about this. It's like, here's the thing. People have done it. Yeah. We, we, it's verifiable that people have done it. And it's not one person that, that has done it that got lucky. I mean, people do it all, all, all over the place. And there's not anyone out there that's better than you, John. And there's not anyone out there that's better than me. There's people that have strengths in different areas than you and I have them, but there's no one better than us. So if they can do it, we can do it. So then the question is, are we going to be willing to have the humility to learn from our mistakes and, and, and do the right things, you know, to learn the right things, do it someone else's way. That's better. Are we going to be able to have the uh, fortitude to deal with the pain that comes with, learning from those mistakes because I think my observations, I think a lot of people that don't make it in business, it's not because they weren't good enough to make it in business as much as they weren't willing to deal with the pain. Now, some people get give up on the hope and this, and that, and other people are like, screw that. I'm just not going to do it. You know? And yeah. every time I get to one of those points, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Every time I've got to one of those points where there's a lot of pain, and I've had a temptation of quitting, which actually I haven't had these for, for some time because I've had this realization or I've come to this place now. But every time I'd thought about, you know, ah, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I should quit and go get a real job. I always, I'm like, oh, that's just not an option, man. I'm just not, I'm just not going back to the corporate world. I, I have goals that I want to achieve. And if I want to do that working a quote unquote normal job, I'd have to work this kind of career. And I'm not willing to do that anymore. I'm not willing to have that life. This pain is less than that regret of, of living like that. But um, do you have those thoughts sometimes still where you want to quit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I might have. I think I might have thought that at one point. But um, there, were, there was one point where I was just like, you know, um, I, I, actually, I actually have full custody of both both my kids. Mm -hmm. So it gets very, it got very overwhelming when that happened. And, uh, I was like, man, how, how am I going to do this? Like th this business takes so much time. I got these kids, like, but I just figured out a way. And basically the way I look at it now for me at least is 
like you said, quitting or, or stopping before I get to where I want to get is just not an option because if I did that, I don't think I'd ever bounce back from it. If, you know, it would be, it would linger in the back of my head for the rest of my life. You know, what if, you know, then the option to quit is there for anything in the future. Yep. And, you know, the, like you said, people have done this, multiple people have done this and all these people lead the same blood, you know, they, they're this, they're the same and they've, they've just dedicated enough time to learn what they needed to learn to get to where they wanted to get. So yeah, that's my answer. Good stuff. I knew, I knew we were going to like each other, man. I knew we were just like, <laughs> now, one question before I, are you in Illinois now or are you somewhere else? Yeah, I am in Illinois. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just want to make sure I had all my facts straight. So how old are your kiddos? I can hear them, which is perfectly fine. I see you looking over. Don't worry about it. We're, uh, but how old are the kiddos now? Yeah, and they're all the way upstairs making all that noise. Um, <laughs> I was just making sure they weren't coming down the stairs. But uh, my oldest is three and my youngest is one. Both girls. Full hands, man. Dude, both girls. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I know. I, <laughs> so I've, I've got two boys and a girl. And um, – and again, when I pass away, Eden, when you go back and listen to all of these, just to remember your dad, I do love you, but holy crap, you're the hardest one. Like you're, you make it so hard on your dad, Eden. Um, she's, she's a great kid, actually, but my daughter is so much more stubborn. My boys, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you kind of smack them on the back of the head, tell them, you know, straighten up, they do it. And then your daughter, she's just like, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to do that. And it's like, what do you do? <laughs> what do, you do? Yeah, right. But, um. Now, yeah. I, I want to be for everyone listening. I, I'm I'm always a teaser, so I I want to be clear. If you see my daughter in uh, you know at the huge convention or something, she's a great girl. She's just she's just stubborn, but uh, I'm real proud of all my kids. I love them, just not very much. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I hear you there, Ava. Ava, I I think I'm gonna have my hands full with my oldest one. She's yeah. she's already she's really stubborn, but I love her to death. You know, so what, what's your deal with your YouTube channel? So I'm jealous of you because oh, I've yeah. got a YouTube channel. And at the time of this recording, cause I, we probably started them around the same time. Mine's about two years old. Is that about how old yours is? I think so. Yeah. I'd have to yeah. check, but it sounds about right. Pro I mean, I, I was just guessing cause we started around the same time in business and you've got like four times as many subscribers as me, man. What the hell? What, Yeah. what am I doing wrong? I don't know. I don't know what I did. I just, I just upload all the time, honestly. <laughs> I think I upload that. You probably upload good stuff. That's, I think that's the key. So what are you doing with that channel? Tell us about that a little bit. Uh, you know, why would one of the listeners want to go check out John Lang on YouTube? Well, yeah. Um, the, the channel is, there's, there's a lot of random videos on there. Um, it started off, it started off more, more very, um, tutorial, how to do this, how to do that, nuts and bolts, stuff like that. Um, but we're, I'm always just talking about some random topic and uh, it's kind of became a click over there. We got the, the team wash life thing going on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just kind of a cool group and uh, you know, we got a little Facebook page too. And um, Yeah. I keep getting rejected every time I try to join it. What's up with that, man? Oh, really? No, I'm There's kidding. Oh, <laughs> I, if, if you don't answer that, there's three questions. If you don't answer them, uh, you get rejected. So that's, I don't know. Maybe I was thinking maybe you didn't answer the question. Yeah, no, no, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't know if I meant it or not, to be honest, but okay. well, so what's, what's your vision with it? So is it just kind of like, uh, just, Hey, here's my life and enjoy, or do you have a, an end game, uh, in mind or what? Yeah. So the YouTube has turned into um, it's turned into just a, a channel to kind of post videos about kind of my journey at, um, in the, you know, power washing, window cleaning. Um, you know, I make it clear that I'm not, I'm not some guru. I'm not some know-it-all. I really try to make it clear that I'm just documenting my journey and yeah. not take what I say as gospel or anything like that. Cause there's, there's probably stuff on there that's incorrect. You know, I don't, I just share what I do. And, um, you know, and I also, I just talk about marketing. I talk about just basically everything that goes into it. Um, that 
what it's turned in, you know, yeah, that's that's basically it. You know, we I also use the uh, the we have a website teamwashlife.com where we sell the prints and whatnot. Um, so, well, I was going to ask you about that. So that was actually something I was about to ask. Okay, tell us a little. I know a little bit about that. I, I was on one of your, your uh, videos and clicked on the link there. Tell us what that is because you have some goals. You're wanting to eventually do like a marketing company, is, or I guess you're doing it now, but like that's something yeah. that you really see a lot of your energy going into in the future, right? Well, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, kind, of a, it's kind of a maybe, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, just there's a lot of different options out there. Um, I, I, I like marketing. It's always kind of always been infatuated by it. But um, yeah, the the print website started. Um, I actually have a a friend of mine who is a designer. He he designs stuff, and he's been designing my my uh, flyers, all my marketing stuff. And through the YouTube channel, people kept asking, "Where do you get this? Where do you get that?" You know, and wanting to use the stuff that we create, basically just swap out their business logos. So that's where we created the Team Wash Life website where everything that I use and more is on there. And you can basically go on the website, you know, pick out what you want, you know, scroll through all the templates, all the designs, and the design our designer will just swap out your information, phone number, logo, company colors. Nice. So, and, and it saves money because a lot of these print sites, you know, they'll sell you the trifold, the, you know, whatever flyer, and then they charge you a design fee yeah. where we kind of waive that if you just want to stick with more of a generic template that we create. That's, nice. that's the idea behind it. That's good. Well, you know, and especially early on, like when you're first starting a business and you have everything and then some that you've got to think about and you got to get out and hustle and knock doors and hand out flyers and you got to, you know, you're setting up your business structure for taxes and you're trying to figure out how to do the work and you're on job sites watching videos on how to do the thing that someone hired you to do and all this stuff. And then you also have to get good marketing uh, out there. And it's, uh, it's tough sometimes because you might not have the money to design it. Um, you don't necessarily have the creative skills to design it yourself. Um, if you make something on your own, even if you're a creative person, you might make it too pretty and it's not going to convert because it's just, it's just aesthetically pleasing, but it's not necessarily good on the psychology of marketing. So that's cool having a place where they can go order their shit and then, you know, your, your guy can just swap out their, their info. Where can they go to, is that teamwashlife.com? Yeah, that's right. Teamwashlife.com. Okay. Very cool. So yeah. what do you do when you're just like, you probably don't get to do this very much. You got your hands full with a business and your kiddos, but let's pretend you got a three day weekend coming up. Grandma's watching the kids. You got extra cash in your pocket. What kind of things do you do for fun? What do you, what are you going to do on that three day weekend? Uh, Other than sleep, you can't rest. You've already been rested up. You're actually going to go out and have some fun. <laughs> well, um, yeah, this last, this last three day I actually had a three-day weekend this 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 past weekend. It was great. It was a, it was well it was well needed. Um, I got a group of friends. We're all very busy. I'm I'm I don't get to catch up with them as much, but um, you know we actually went we went we all went camping. We had like five tons out there. Went camping, uh, kayaking. Kayaking's a big thing for me. Um, you know, and that's what we did. We just we just hang out, take it easy. Um, I need I need to go on vacation though. That's that's the goal. It's the end the end of the the end of the year. I'm going on vacation, um, so I'm saving up for that. And Are you going to the huge convention in August? I am. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, I'll be there too. That'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Are you bringing your kiddos? No. No. Yeah, nice. Probably not. It's. They're too little, you know? Uh, yeah, I guess they are. They're yeah. kind of, kind of little. We're, I'm bringing my family. We're making, that is our vacation this year. Is we're, we're just taking oh, cool. the whole week. So we're going Saturday to Saturday. Uh, Branson's a pretty fun place. We've been there quite a bit. Yeah, I grew up going there because I'm from Oklahoma and everything. So it's actually going to be a lot of fun. My kids are like, I've been there once before. It was a while ago. There's a lot of hills, right? It's like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. 
Well, they call them mountains, but they're really hills. It's the Ozark Mountains, but it's just giant oh. hills is all it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, cool. but yeah, no, it's good stuff. And uh, so, John, you're, you're in the midst of this. You're having success. You know, I, I know if I'm a betting man, you don't probably always feel like it. You know, you probably right. sometimes uh, I've been talking to friends and accountability partners here for the last week just saying, oh, God, I just feel like I suck so bad right now. But I do know that if I back up and kind of like pull my emotions out of it, and if I could go back in time two years ago and tell that two-year-ago two year version of me that in two years I'd be here, I'd be thrilled. And right. I think you would say the same too, right? You'd probably be very happy if you knew two or three years ago that you'd be where you are today, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so what's, what's some simple, low-hanging fruit advice that you could give to the listeners, someone that's either just now starting or one thing I hear a lot of people say is they've had their business for years and years, but they didn't treat it serious. So maybe they're ready to start treating it serious and really make something of it. What's some of the low-hanging fruit? And I don't want to pigeon, I don't want to put you in a corner for any particular topic. Some some small things that you've done that were some cornerstones for the keys to your success. Okay. Um, just it could just be yeah. one thing, or if you got two or three, that's fine too. Nothing nothing too too crazy here. Right. Yeah. I guess um, you know one thing. Sometimes those forums, for me at least, like the, the, all the forums and you got all these guys talking about what they do, it gets very overwhelming because yeah. they talk in such a perfect, perfection manner and you're a fool if you don't do this or that. that. And it, I feel like it holds a lot of people back because they won't take action unless they have the eight-gallon-a-minute power washer, the water-fed pole, the yada, yada, yada. My biggest advice is just go, just just. If you want it, you know, just just go do it. it. Doesn't have to be perfect. Just go do it. Um, I know that's really vague, but no, it, that's actually I give that advice all the time because I'm yeah. I know you get a lot of people that reach out, a lot of strangers will reach out to you because of your channel and everything. I get it as well, and people they just they start asking all those questions that you're just now talking about you know they see them yeah. on the forums and well what about this what about that well my quote form this well my machine that and i'm like it doesn't effing matter i don't care if you own a machine go out and start selling shit and then rent yeah. a machine for the weekend do it just make it you we're not building rocket ships here people you just my i don't know if you know pat clark but a buddy of mine pat clark he says you got to have some goya just get off your ass so i love it 100 yeah. percent. i mean it and that, that's when things kind of changed for me. I want to say I heard it in a podcast, but um, my first year, my first year I spent all, a lot of time kayaking and just, we'd get a job, we'd go do it, and then we'd kayak, drink beer, yada, yada. And then um, I, I was, and I'm sitting there wondering, why don't I have these jobs? You know, why? I'm, I'm not working. That's why. So I changed it up. I'm like, if we're not working, we're doing door hangers. And that's, that's when things really started changing and uh and then that there comes problems because eventually you're going to fill your whole schedule up and now you don't have time to do door hangers and then your jobs you know your schedule plummets so you got to figure out to smooth out these mountains but it's just always always a learning you know a learning process but um have you successfully smoothed out those peaks and valleys yet probably not no no honestly i mean um so we can't really we're, we can't do door hangers as much as we used to. We used to go really hard with them, um, but we still do the five rounds and stuff like that. Um, I just signed up for some Google ads. So I think I was talking to you. Did you talk, did you, uh, I don't want to say this in case you didn't, but what, did you go with Zeke by chance? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> he's a good buddy of mine. He's, he's become a good buddy. I, I'm his client first and foremost, but uh, yeah. we've become friends over the last year and year plus. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, I think I don't know. Yeah, it's I'm working on getting those 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 mountains smoothed out. You know, yeah. I think they're always going to be there. But um, yeah, it's just this constant battle of you do some stuff, you get a bunch of jobs coming in, and then you get too busy to you're cleaning instead of marketing. So then you're you're. Let's see. The reason I asked you, uh, we had that issue early on, and mm -hmm. um, 
it's like whenever you hear the solution to it, it's like, really? That's, you know, it's like you almost feel like, no, that's too simple. But mm-hmm. um, I was talking to Latimer. I reached out to him, and he, he said, do this. So this is what we did because we had the same problem. And if you're a newer guy, if you're a smaller company and you're doing everything yourself, if you're hustling, what you're going to run into, and exactly what John and I are talking about, is you're going to go out and you're going to market, 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 market. You're handing out flyers, door hangers, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And then, so you do thousands of those things. And next thing you know, you get a lot of calls and you sell a lot of jobs. So now what happens is for the next, it might be two weeks, it might be a month. However, you know, the cycles can be bigger and smaller, you know, but now for the next period of time, you're just cleaning and you're not handing out flyers or anything. Well, here's what happens. You, you clean all of that work and now you're, you're like, you were excited because you made all this money, but the problem is you're back to ground zero because you haven't been doing the flyers or your marketing and now you don't have any work again. So you have the mountain where it's like, all right, you're making all this revenue, but then you get up there and you don't make any. So then you go back down. That's when you start handing out flyers and then eventually the calls come back up. So your, your, your cash flow just, or your revenue just keeps going up and down. Uh, simple solution. It just works. All right. Um, what we did was we started out doing like four days a week. We were marketing and then three days a week we were cleaning. And at the very beginning, that was enough because we didn't have enough work to fill it out. And then what you do, so you, you have to set specific days. So I'm just going to say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, let's just say those are your four marketing days and there's no exceptions. You do not schedule jobs for those days. If someone says I can only do it on that day, tough, you don't do it on those days. Those are your marketing days. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday are your cleaning days. Well, what happens is you're going to start getting too much work where you can't do it in three days. So then you go down to marketing for just three days and you clean four. But now you're, you're not having these peaks and valleys. You're staying very, very steady. And then your company will begin to grow. And then you get to a certain point where you can start doing some paid advertising, uh, whether it's AdWords or direct mail or whatever it may be. So then you can switch over to that when you get to where you don't have any time where you can do your marketing. And there's a, a smoother, I, I don't know that I want to call it smooth, but a smoother transition on that. So for those of you guys listening, anyone that's struggling with that, you all you have to do is just set a scheduled set. This day, this day, and this day is marketing only, no exceptions. These other days are cleaning days. And um, it, it'll, it'll fix it instantly pretty much it, it works so yeah yeah that's good stuff yeah yeah i think uh i think it's important you know once you know flyers have their place you know or or maybe you could hire someone to do flyers but uh you know yeah when you're working you can't do that and then you know once you get the revenue it's it's almost better just to do the eddm or, or mm-hmm. some digital stuff like google or facebook so that's that's what i'm doing this year yeah Yep, I couldn't agree more. The flyers, the flyers are great because you can you can afford to do them when you don't have any money. But right. they're, they're the least efficient thing you can do. But yeah. um, but there's a time when you have more t- early in your business, you got more time than you have money, so you can spend your time marketing. And then once you start growing and you kind of get to where like you and I are, now you're gonna have more money than you have time, and you got and and you got to spend it on the marketing. So it's it's good good stuff. It's fun stuff. So John. Yeah. I got one last question for you. I ask okay. almost every guest to this question. Sometimes I forget. It's probably the most question, most important question I ever ask on the podcast. So I'm going to throw you in a scenario and I need you to give me your choice. All right. You're in, you, you enter an arena. All right. You're down, down on like the floor of this arena. You walk into like an octagon, kind of like, the UFC kind of thing. It's just a lot bigger. They lock the door behind you. And now you have to make a choice of what you're going to fight to the death. And it's one of two things. You can fight one horse sized duck or a thousand duck sized horses to the death. You leave or they leave. Which one do you choose? One horse sized duck or a thousand duck-sized horses. Horse. One horse-sized duck. Are you kidding me? All right, explain your rationale here, because I'm on the opposite side of this one. Really? Yeah. Because a duck is pretty much. I mean, what is what? How can it can't really attack? 
it doesn't have much fighting capability as it is, you know? So it doesn't really matter the size. It's going to weigh like 1,200 pounds, man. That's a good point. And then, like, I say this to anyone that says what you just said. If you've ever looked inside of a duck's mouth, it's got, like, these jagged teeth-looking things, which don't look very intimidating when their mouth is as big as your fingers. But imagine it being, like, three feet long and that they can bite your head off, dude. I, yeah. I've lost a lot of respect for you, Mr. Lang. A lot of respect. Uh, <laughs> a thousand duck-sized horses is obviously the way to go because you can just step on them all and kill them. As long as you don't fall over, you're safe. Um, you failed that test. So I don't know if you will. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, fair enough. I, I put you on the spot. I'm sure if you had more time to think about it, you'd see it my way. So well, I could defend this one. I think I, I think. Okay. I could. <laughs> well, let's, let's hear it. I'd like to hear this. Do you have, do you have the defense now or do you need time? Like, is this going to be a repeat? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking, I'm just really thinking about it. You know, these a thousand, because a thousand ducks, horses are strong animals a thousand of them is a lot a duck size yeah but their mouth is only like you know it's just like this imagine would a thousand cats would that scare you a thousand house cats wouldn't scare me or a thousand chihuahuas probably better you know it's like i ain't scared of a thousand chihuahuas you know that's basically what a horse-sized duck is yeah i guess all right all right i'll take another win on this one i'll take (laughs) well guys listen uh, we're going to sign off here in just a second john i really enjoyed this i look forward to getting to know you more uh i know we're going to uh you're just you're my kind of guy uh i have a lot of respect for what you're doing i have uh, a shit ton of respect for uh a dude that that's taking care of his kids building his business going for the dream um, you seem like a very self-aware person, you know, uh, some of the videos, the reason I reached out to you, I'd watched a few of your videos and I just love the fact that you're just like, you're just an honest dude. You know, you don't, you're not a, you're not just sunshine pumping, but you, you know, you're, you talk about some of the things that you're struggling with and where you need to improve. So you have a lot of respect for me. Uh, I'm excited to see where you go here in the very near future. Look forward to having, uh, I don't know if you drink, but if you do, I'm looking forward to having a beer. Oh, you do. You said you do. So we'll have some beers down in Branson. That's going to be fun. And um, guys, don't forget teamwatchlife.com. That's where you can go check out his uh, marketing and print company, John Lang on YouTube. And then what's the, uh, is it Team Watch Life? Is that the Facebook page? Uh, I'm actually going to go join that right now when we sign off. But so make sure sure you don't turn me down. Um, But anyway, guys. Bobby Walker, Journey of a New Entrepreneur. Thanks again for listening to us. And remember, if you're not doing the things you want to do in life, you better have a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing those things, there's no good reason for it. Peace out.